I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Thanks for joining us. Well, are you having fun yet, Doug? Expe- oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Expectations are not meeting reality right now, I would say. And I can feel it wearing everyone down, including the fans. Uh, it's been rough, and we are also not getting any lucky breaks right now. McCracken have the second most overtime games, and we're still sub-500 at 8, 9, and 5. Frustrations are mounting with Yanni, Ty Cartier, and Vince Dunn all getting recent ejections, whether they're warranted or not. Uh, we're almost through the first quarter of the season. Things don't look good but at this point last year we were 10 and 8 um with a win streak of five under our belt and a win streak of seven so we're actually really close to that and there are some mirrors Gru goes out with an injury we go on a run Gru recently got hurt looks like he's going to be back pretty quick um but maybe we go on this uh road trip and and we spark some things and really get a a streak going um, we found our game in November last year, so hope is we kind of finish out November strong. The, the schedule softens up a bit. I mean, we had Murderer's Row of like Colorado repeatedly, a lot of good teams. So we're uh, just going to have to keep on trucking and try to find the that sliver of light. And I'm an optimist, so I can hold on to the smallest sliver. But uh, what about you, Doug? What kind of light are you seeing from this team? Mm. I've been blinded by turkey, JB. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your Happy family. Happy Thanksgiving. Huh? Happy Thanksgiving to all the Kraken fans and the listeners of this podcast. I wish you a very happy turkey day as well. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been hanging on, JB. You know, I got to tell you, right around November 7th, I was stressed. Just <laughs> like I'm sure most Kraken fans have been this season while watching this team. I thought we were going to find our stride at the start. I mean, like I said last episode, I said I thought we were going to win like four out of those six games at least. Maybe maybe I even said five. I don't know. Yeah, we, we missed uh, the mark on that one. Yeah, I blew it. I blew it. And I felt I was just like shaking my head. I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, I thought they were going to find their stride and start popping, but then they lost to the Flames. They lost to the Coyotes. They lost to the Oilers twice. They went 50-50 with the Abs. That was the thing that blew me away. It was like, I I was like, okay, they could take Calgary. They could take the Coyotes. They'll probably win one against the Oilers or the Abs, right? That's what I said? Yeah. They just won one of those five games. Yeah. So it was, and, and it looks like they're spending more time in overtime and in shootouts than they're spending in regulation, <laughs> you know, and it seems like they're losing most of these OT games. So it's like, I was stressed. Yeah. But, 
boy, oh boy, did they come around toward the end of the month. I, I, you know, I love to see them get a win against Vancouver. The shootout at home against the Islanders was epic. Oh, right? I was in we'll the building for that. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Wow. It was amazing. Uh, you know, we're we're right in the middle of the division right now, believe it or not. And that's not a bad place to be at this point in the season. So let's dig right in. All right. Let's get into the maelstrom. The maelstrom. <laughs> Okay, we'll start it off how we have been uh, with the three stars of this episode, and I'll kick it off with the third star, and that is the broadcast team. John, JT, Eddie, Piper, Allison, Nick, Ross, when it's uh, not very fun watching this team as it has you know, been some nights early on in this season. Our broadcast team is always bringing it, uh, and they make it, you know, really fun to to stick around and listen to and get those little insights from Allison and Piper and, uh, you know, John and JT and Eddie bouncing things off each other. It uh, makes it, you know, not as much suffering. So I think you got to give it up to the broadcast team. And uh, they're our third star. Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing great. All the uh, love to those guys. Yeah, yeah. It it does make it a lot easier to watch the games when we're down. Yeah, I mean, think about every time like ESPN is doing it, and you can hear that they don't really like the Kraken. Or if you've ever like watched a football game, and you get that announcer who like clearly doesn't like your team, and you're like, oh, this is yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Well, we don't and, we don't have any of that with our no, team. no. It's great. It's great. Second star, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Woo! He's he's been just clutch, has he not? And, yeah. and I I said it at the end of last season around the playoffs. I gotta get a jersey. I gotta get the Bjorkstrand jersey for sure. Yeah. He's uh he's tied with Vince Dunn for overall point leader at nineteen. Third in goals of seven, just behind McCann, who's got nine. Schwartz has eight. Bjorkstrand is also plus four, which leads the team. So, I mean, when he's on the ice, he may not always be scoring, but he's not letting the other team score either. So, right. I mean, this guy is hot. He's hot right now. Yeah, there, there might only be one other player on the team that's hotter, and that's Jaden Schwartz. Like Jaden Schwartz, Schwartz is scoring power play goals like they're going out of style, and he's everywhere. I've been watching him, but yeah. but right. isn't that kind of funny how it like it like flip flopped from uh, the penalty kill being like super seriously good at the beginning of the season, the power play suffering, and now it's like the power play is just dominant and the penalty kill is kind of like slipping a little. Yeah, well, our first star, you know, might help a little bit with that. Um, so much love to, to Bjorkstrand. He's, he's doing amazing. And I think that, that plus four stat is big too. I mean, obviously he's producing, but like you say, he's not letting the other team score. It's kind of sad that plus four is the best we've got, but I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. First star, Brandon Tanev. Turbo. Turbo. 
Since his return, he's been the spark for this team, and he's made an impact on the stat sheet too. I think, fittingly, he came back against the Abs and scored in that game during the first period, like right away. Um, yeah, and, and he came right out, fired yeah, up. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, night and day. It's night and day with him on the ice and on the bench when he's not there. And I think he's vital, even though he's only scored two goals. He's played in eight games. Um, he's a monster on the PK. Um, so having him back should help that. Uh, and closing out games, you know, it's a close one goal game and they pull their goalie. It's essentially a PK to send him out there. Um, but it's, it's really sad because of course he got injured in the last game and we'll get to talk more about that, but I hope he comes back quick. He's not traveling on the road trip. So he's going to miss this whole road swing unless something weird changes and he flies out there. Second one this season too. So that's tough. Yeah, it really, really is disappointing, but we'll get into more of that, but we want to make sure the Kraken captains pod is giving Brandon Tanev love because we, we recognize all that he's doing for this team outside of the X's and O's that you see on the stat sheet. So for sure. For sure. Get well soon, Turbo. Please. For real, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, coming up next, we're going to break down some of these games. We're going to try it a little different this time, though. Since I thought we were going to win a few more of these games than we did, we're just going to try to like break these things down a little quicker this time. Right, and, we'll uh, talk about it. kind of share our thoughts after each game. Not the team overall. Yeah, I think if people want the highlights, they can watch the highlights. We don't need to force feed them the stats. I watch the highlights right? every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm eating my Wheaties. <laughs> All right, we'll start with that uh, Calgary game. It was not a good effort from the start. It was a, it really like fell apart at the end of the game. It's a, a loss for the boys, six to three. Grooves in net. You know, and it's one of these, you know, once again, build up a lead. Um, but we allowed two empty netters, short scores. But it was all pretty much a, a, a mirage, you know. I was sure we were going to take them down. I, I was sure we were going to take them right down at the beginning of that game. And then I was just dead wrong. Yeah. The, you know, it's a theme. And we'll talk about the other Calgary game because we played them twice in here. But for some reason, it's like... When we play Calgary, we get a lead, and then we play not to lose late on on in the game. Just like, hey, let's hold, let's hold this lead, and it, and Calgary just comes in waves and overwhelms us, and it's over. So, it's and then, you know, the next game is a at Arizona, and it was a a loss. Joey Decord was in net, uh, but it was a four three loss. Um, you know, there were Most some games. good things in this game. There were some good response goals, um, some some nice effort <laughs> from Schwartz, and there were some bad things, you know, giving up a, a two-goal lead. There was a set piece that they used on a power play. They scored the first goal, and then they repeated it, and they scored their second power play goal. Same play, and you need to anticipate that stuff and look for that second one and make an adjustment. And we and we didn't. And we wasted a good start by Joey Decord, who was playing in his building. So last year, because we the Arizona Coyotes um, are playing in you know Tempe, 
Um, and, and that's where Decord went to school, but he didn't actually start that game last year. They put him in at the end. So he started this game in the stadium that he pretty much built for that team. And we wasted his effort. So, um, yeah, it was a shootout, (laughs) you know, it was was a shootout loss. So we get all the way to the shootout, but, uh, I'm tired of these shootouts, man. You got to send out. You got to send you out. You got to win in the Larson. overtime period. It, yeah. I mean, you got to win before overtime, really. But if you're going to go to overtime, you got to take advantage of that three on three and bust one in. Yeah, uh, you know. You know what I, I just mean? think, especially against Arizona. The, <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, I just think that, and he did change it up a little bit in a later on in a shootout. But keep marching out the same people and getting like sad shootout results. So you got to change things up. So. I want to see Larson. I'm going to keep repeating that until they send him out there. It seems like they have been putting in different guys, just not the guy that you want. They did. So later on this <laughs> other shootout, they did They did send out uh, Schultz to start the shootout against he the started, Islanders. Started, so I, I was like a defenseman. Okay. Touche. Touche. <laughs> but, but not the one you wanted. Not the not, one you wanted. Not the one that can dangle, dude. <laughs> Larson. Yeah. Larson will put one right by him. Yeah. All right. So then we had Colorado. We were in Colorado. This was a win. We won. Four to three. Grew. He, he was in net. He played well against his old team. Yeah. We had Schwartz and Bjorkstrand staying hot i mean bjorkstrand's an abs killer the guy who's out there on fire veneers finally tallied a goal that was the best was that not like just satisfaction sweet satisfaction as as much of like relief that must have been for him like all the crap all of craig nation was like oh thank goodness he was so happy (laughs) oh yeah uh, we lost the lead in the third, but again, Bjorkstrand bails him out with 32 seconds left. And that was, that's, I mean, that's like kind of why I'm just all over this guy. Cause it's like, big, <laughs> that big game moments. was like about to go. It was about to be another friggin' overtime against the abs. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And here he comes. And it was like, just such a smooth play. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things. <laughs> went really well in that game. It was good effort, you know. We oh, lost points to them from early all in the over. Year. That's another thing I wanted yeah. to say is that like you, I'm I'm like shaking Bjorkstrand's hand here, but you saw points from all over the roster. Yeah, you go back and look at that game, and it's like everybody had a point, right? And that's that's the cracking that you got to be looking for because that's their system. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, then we do Kraken against the Oilers. I don't know what it is about the Oilers, but we dropped a four to one stinker. Um, <laughs> and I don't. And and for whatever reason, we allow hat tricks against the Oilers. This I know one, every time. Are we gonna do this every time now? I, I don't know. I hope. I I, I pray. <laughs> Yeah, to a guy named Hyman. Scored three I goals mean, in the first period. Uh, and then it was just all downhill from there. Yep. Grew was pulled after the four, after the first period. Joey blanked him from there, but the damage was done. Yeah. And uh, they really hung Grew out to dry. I mean, 
They weren't pinching. They weren't covering the front of the net. I mean, all of most, I think all the goals came from within like eight feet. So high danger area stuff. And they were outshot 26 to 18. And that is becoming a disturbing theme where they're getting like two or three shots in the third period. And you're like, what is going on? So it's, it's uh, consistency. And that carried over into the Colorado game. I was a little bit baffled by Hackstall on this one. He started to cord when we know how well Groove plays against his old team. But I think maybe after the shellacking that they gave Grew in the Oilers game, Hackstall maybe sending a message to the team like, hey, you know, fly right. But it was the same story for Decord in this night. And it ruined, you know, what should have been a triumphant return for Brandon Tanev, who, like I said earlier, jumped yeah, out. Yeah, he came and, right out of the yeah. – Yeah, shot out of a cannon. I mean, it was, like, wild to see because – and, you know, I've – heard people talking about this and noticed this myself he ended up on a line with uh Winberg and that has like raised Winberg's game because he has to match Brandon Tanev's speed zone entry and so he's got to be passing the puck or shooting the puck or you know not like Winberg seems to want to make the perfect pass and you know stick handle and do all this stuff and it's like, no, man, we just got to get down there and get it on the net. Yeah, you do want to see Wimberg shooting because sometimes he comes through with a clutch goal. Yeah. But a lot of times you see him catch that puck and look for yeah. the pass. Yeah. He, uh, sometimes he catches that puck and looks for the pass when he's, like, right in the perfect spot. Right. Just yeah. shoot. Just shoot the <laughs> puck. Which, you know, he did somewhat later on, I think, in the next game. Oh, we've seen some he good actually scored a goal. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, solid first period from from the not team. Not in this game, though. And then no, they fell game. apart and were outshot thirty-one to nineteen. Horrible. Um. So and once again, it's the same thing. Goals allowed right up front, letting them like cook in our kitchen. And then we play the Oilers back, again. Back to Edmonton. Yeah. And <laughs> wouldn't you know it? It was a four-three overtime loss for Decord. Back in uh, overtime. This was a much better effort, but we definitely found a way to lose, surrendering a two-goal lead and allowing buddy of the podcast, Evander Kane, a what, oh, what, done? what did we allow? A hat-trick. A hat-trick to the <laughs> Oilers. And, of course, a Evander was... Kane hat-trick. That's what happens. Yep. I can't believe it. I don't think Evander Kane has ever scored a hat trick against any other team in the history of his career. But he has like crack. three against us, right? <laughs> <sighs> Unbelievable. Very frustrating. Uh, and, of course, the, the third goal was the OT killer. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, in overtime. Back in overtime. I mean, the only thing I could say about all these overtime games is like we get the point. You get one point for overtime. It's it's and got it us in a playoff like, position it, it right now. Like, it almost feels like right now that's the only thing that's saving us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that I, I hate to be the guy to say that, right? Because like right now we're fourth in the division, and it's like you're looking at these overtime losses, and you're like, well, I guess if you stack enough of them, right? <laughs> you can you can keep yourself somewhere in the middle. Well, if we get <laughs> one more, that's, and, that's three wins. That's, 
that's what I was thinking <laughs> at that game. And then we went and played the Islanders. Yeah. And it was a battle for the ages against a team we outmatch. I mean, they're, they're horrible this year. They're not doing very well at all. Yeah. A battle well into the third period that was an epic worthy of Homer, an odyssey unfinished. Would it be Poseidon lashing our Kraken in anguish one more time? Or would Odysseus finally make it home and string his bow and reclaim his home? There would have certainly been plenty of blame to go around in the event of a loss. There was poor defensive play, including a bad penalty from a favorite, Vince Dunn, and some bad calls from the refs. Plus another poor second period, which is a troubling theme that demands attention. Despite all that, the battle was won with the help of a hardy gentleman and a local hero. Right. So that was the like eight round eight shootout. Rounds. Eight rounds that, like we said, started off with Schultz and ended with Yamamoto. Yeah. I'm so glad we signed him. I am glad we signed him. <laughs> yeah, we needed him. Yeah, he had a big night too just in general, but getting the game winner as well. I think he scored two. And then, of course, grew standing tall in the net for eight rounds. Holy cow, that um, was so long. That was – it was crazy to be in the building for that. And that – it was like 576 days, April of the inaugural season, since we had won a shootout. So – At what time – what time did you walk out of the stadium about? 10.30, I think? 10.25? Game started at 7? Uh, yeah, we always stay till the end and watch them eat the fish and stuff, though. 10.30 is not bad for eight sh- shootout rounds. No, no, it's not, yeah. Um, it was well worth it. And they parlayed ah. that energy into a sweet win against, against Vancouver. Grew comes ah. out, 4-3 to three victory. Eberly on fire, three-point night. Um, including a goal and two assists, and Maddie B scores the game winner. Callie's another one. goal, and even Alexia got in on the action. Um, and that's a good yeah. team too. Yeah. The Vancouver Canucks—they're yeah, they leading They've our division crushing. right now. They've been so. crushing, and we've dominated them. Alexiak was looking good. He's coming in clutch too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, been there's been a couple games where he's come in and scored a goal where it's like, wow, we definitely wouldn't have won if it wasn't for that one. Yeah, and I mean, just his defensive play in general, him and and Morgan uh, are really starting to look like they've been. I mean, for a our long whole time. defense. I mean, Justin Schultz, Will yeah. Morgan. Yeah. So. Morgan had the back and forth the other night. That was sick. Oh my god, the, they got they crushed San Jose. Yeah. But before we get to that, let's go back to this Calgary game. We had a 4-3 loss. Ooh, again. I thought we were going to win Calgary again. The Cal- this Calgary team is not that good. We should be beating them. Yeah, I agree. But Everly, Everly stayed hot. Dunn added a tally. McCann puts ahead. But, you know, we played not to lose in the third and couldn't hold off Calgary's push. Joey found himself out of position in overtime, and we fall to the flames. Gru starts the game, but he didn't look right. And turns out he was injured in a series of a few plays and left the game after the first period. Hasn't played since. With uh, now we got Drieger being called up, so we're gonna have we're gonna be looking at Decord, Drieger, and I. By golly, I gotta say I'm glad we hung on to him because right now that's gonna look good. I think that 
Well, Drieger just got sent back down because Gru, uh, I guess, is all right. But you're right. I mean, it's good that we have him in case a situation cow. like this, you know. Well, that's good. You just gave me a, a breath of fresh air, sigh of relief. Yeah, happy to help. I'm just, you know, <laughs> it was weird in that game because, you know, it was the first game I was watching the game and I was like, oh, he allowed a soft goal. I haven't had to say that a lot this year. And then something else happened and I was like, oh, it's something that's weird. And then he got pulled. And then we we're like, wow, that was quick. He got pulled in the first period. It's just two goals. And so we kind of thought like, oh, we really want to keep this momentum from Vancouver or whatever. But from that Vancouver game, yeah, it turns out he was injured. I guess he tweaked some stuff in a series of a couple of plays and they weren't going to risk anything with him. So Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't um, either. But, you know, it's just another frustrating loss. We should have beat Calgary and we're just playing not to lose. And I think... Yeah, but, you know, we turn it around against San Jose in a 7-1 romp. Now, in front of the Prince. Right. No, I thought he was at the, no. uh, I thought he was at the, um. No, Megan and Prince Harry were at the San Jose game. Oh, were they? Well. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's what we needed to see, though. I mean, San Jose awesome. is a bad team, and we should dominate them. I'd be worried. Uh, you know, we jumped on him from the start, though, and, and really yeah. never surrendered the momentum. The only spoiler was the lone goal to ruin Joey's shutout bid. Um, but it was total domination. I mean, we spent the majority of our time down in the, uh, their zone. And there were plenty of times where it looked like a power play. Because we were just cycling and we could do whatever we want. Oh, and points uh, from all over the roster. Again. Yeah, once again, we're at our best when things are coming Everybody's from everywhere. Everybody's coming out scoring. Yep, and uh, hopefully, you know, perspective obviously is key. Like I said, it's a bad; they're a bad team, but doesn't mean it can't add confidence and chemistry. You know, that's so. right. That's right. I think you know that. I feel like that between getting a win over on Vancouver, who, like we said, is an amazing team this year. Yeah. Like, you really don't want to see Vancouver come down to Seattle and win. Yeah. Or the other way around. If we go out there, we just want to win. We want to win those games, you know yeah. what I mean? And the division, The division games, right? Yeah, unfortunately. But then, but then, then I mean, but the shootout win against the Islanders and that 7-1 against San Jose. Those three games right now are looking good for us. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we let the Canucks come into our house. And it's interesting, you know, we played kind of Calgary like twice in a week, and then you shift down and we play Vancouver twice in a week. They come down to our place for the second game, and uh, we beat them up in their house, and they took it to us in ours. Uh, it was a 5-1 result. And first thing i got to say is Thatcher Demko is hot right now. Red hot. He was seeing the puck, and he's possibly the best goalie in the game right now. That team is really good. And, they're, yeah, they're playing inspired hockey. But this game really ticks me off. We let them walk all over us. Brandon Tanev takes a, a, a clean hit in the middle of the ice. Ends up leaving the game, and yeah, it's clean, but there was no response. Um, we didn't match their physicality, 
And then you could see later on in the uh, game, like people, ju- they just kept taking advantage and pushing, pushing our buttons, and nothing was happening. Um, and then Bjorkstrand took a high hit, whether you think it was illegal or not, he never got fined. And you know, you look at the replay, and it does look like a shoulder to the chest, but he smashed his head into the boards. And then he's laying there on the ice. And Tyler Myers doesn't need any love from this team for what he did to Maddie last year. But right. still, still no response. Nobody's skating up to him and, and pushing him or anything like that. We need a, we need a tough guy. I've been saying yeah. it all season. And finally, we need somebody. Yeah, finally with five minutes, less than five minutes into the game, Cartier shows some spirit. Um, but he gets ejected for some words, you know, after the fact. And then, with like a minute left, Yanni drops the gloves with the guy who hit hit Tanev earlier in the game. And so, I just, just, you have the inconsistency of play. You know, we're hot one minute, we're cold the next. I don't need... They, get really, I don't, they seem to get really frustrated once they're down. Yeah, I don't need to see this on top of it, where you're not like coming together as a team not defending each other. Um, we have enough to solve on our own. So this game of all these uh, all these games, like it just ticked me off so much. I wanted to lace up skates and get out there so I could punch somebody. And be like, somebody needs to do something out there. I know. Right? And on top you of it, need- you know, they're getting trounced. And it was another game where, you know, we, we hadn't sh- gotten a shot on goal in the third period, like the first 10 minutes of the third period. It's like, what are we doing, boys? So. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like, you know, you watch a game like that and you're getting the same feelings you've been having all season. But have faith. Because they're right in the middle of the division. We're a playoff team right now. All they got to do is, like you said, play with a little consistency. You know, maybe maybe catch a freaking lucky break and win a few games in a row for crying out loud right right yeah yeah for sure i think you know but they're not they're not hopeless yet i mean like it's like i was watching it earlier this season and i was like oh gloom and doom but right now it's like it don't look so bad they just gotta they just gotta come together and play like they know they can you know what i've seen is uh jaden schwartz coming in coming in hot Oliver Bjorkstrand coming in clutch. We got we got some unlucky injuries, right? Yeah. What's the word on uh Burakovsky? So he is Yeah, that's my question. What's the word on Burakovsky? So he I don't is... know why I couldn't remember his name. I was like because he's been injured so long. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Um so he is out skating with the team in a red non-contact jersey now. So we're probably like my guess is he's not going on the road trip and he'll continue to rehab here. And then by the time they get back, he'll be ready to go. Okay. So that'll be good. Um, I think, you know, there's some, I'm with you, you know, there's no, no need to lose hope yet, but we do need to see some progress. And I think there's some layers of things happening with this team right now. Um, And one of them is we're not surprising anyone this year. Nobody's like, Oh, it's the crack and they were awful last season. They don't they can't do anything. We're getting best effort from people. We took down the 
reigning Stanley Cup champions, you know. So we're getting good effort from all these teams. And and, and so we have to show up every night and be consistent. That's right. That's right. And there's some other teams there's some other teams in the league that are good that have also been slipping this season. Right, that are struggling, yeah. So Right. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at Calgary and Edmonton and they're not really looking so hot. Yeah, Edmonton definitely not, which is makes it a little more frustrating when you're like, we Why can't beat we them? beat them? <laughs> yeah. But not give but, them hat tricks. Just hang on. Yeah. Just hang on. It's a long season, right? Yep. And we're you know we're quarter in. Um, quarter in. It's the other nothing. thing that that you know happened last season was we had a bunch of players that had career years, and that's not sustainable. So that production has to come from somewhere. And, you know, Matty Berniers is slowly heating up. Um, but, you know, I think we yeah, need a little more out of Ty Cartier. And uh, that that fourth line also. Um, I think we miss our old fourth line. Geeky, Donato, and Sprong took on a lot of the, like, energy and physicality and, like, tough part of the game that allowed, like, McCann and those guys to get, go just do what they do. Well, those guys are gone, and they may have been kind of the engine of the team last year. So this team's finding their footing right now and figuring out That's how right. to like There's a lot of, lot make of, it all uh, work. You know, they need to build a little chemistry. That's all. Yeah. The good news is I our third line is like solid. Tolvanen, Gord, and Bjorkstrand just. It's a thing of when the team when the team work. is playing the way they're supposed to, the points are coming from all over the board. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when it happens like that, it's like magic. So, like, you know, have a little faith, and we'll see how it goes the rest of the season, right? Right. I think, you know, there are things to monitor, but I think that this team is right there. They're within striking distance, right? And so. That's right. They just need to play 60 minutes of hockey. Yeah, we'll see how they look over the next couple of months. I mean, who we do we have in the next, like, two weeks? We can do, again, right. what we did before and just look like fools. Complete fools. No, 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 no. We're going to go on a big win streak. I'm calling it right here. So, at Chicago, at Toronto, at Ottawa, at Montreal. I caramba. And then home for New Jersey, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Florida, Chicago, and L.A. So let's just go with those four games. Those four. I'd like to see a four-game win streak on the road. And then I think I'm, you know, feeling the vibe. (laughs) Feeling the vibe. The, 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 you know, they're, you know, they are, so they, they did leave for Chicago early, the games on Tuesday to do some team building. I don't know exactly what that means. Eating a lot of good food in Chicago, who knows, but you yeah, know, barbecue. just working Barbecue's on that chemistry and uh, being away from home and only having like the boys to talk to, you know, not going home to your apartment or your wife and kids and all that stuff uh, might be yeah. good for these guys. I think... To me, looking at those four games, if they can beat Toronto, I think they can pull it off and, and win all four. Agreed. 
So now we are going to have to face Who was it? Donato Chicago, and Toronto. In Chicago. Uh, who, so. Chicago, Toronto. Uh, was it Ottawa, Ottawa and Montreal? And Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ottawa and Montreal should be no problem. Chicago and Toronto will be a bit of a challenge. So if they can, really, if they can get a win against Chicago, then they got the momentum on their side. Right. Good enough well, for me. Me too. <laughs> Anything else? No, no. Let's let these, let these kids go to bed. <laughs> All right. Let's Absolutely. go, Kraken. Let's go, Kraken. Our intro music is by the Zambonis. Our outro music is by Stompin' Tom Connors. We'd love to hear from you, so tweet us at Kraken Captains. If you listen to this podcast and you like it, tell your friends. Give us a like on Spotify or wherever you listen. Follow us on social media and shout us out. Now keep your heads up because another episode is coming real soon. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.